You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear Thirty Podcast. Um, let's Woo! see how do we how do we how do we usually start this thing? I think um, it's about talking about it. We talk about adventures or something. Outdoor, yes, where we talk about outdoor adventures <laughs> and all the gear that goes with there it. There we, we go. go. <laughs> all right, um, getting in after a weekend, getting back in the groove. Um, cool. So today we are going to talk about trail etiquette and. Chase, do you want to start us <laughs> off on this? That, well, this uh, the whole idea of trail etiquette came from Chase because he had an experience. I came in today and I was just so fired up <clears throat> because I was riding my mountain bike on one of the local trails and I got run off the trail by a local trail runner. Well, I don't know if they're local, but a trail runner. Like they ran after you screaming and yelling. Yeah. Like, they were, off my they were spraying trail. their bear spray at yeah, me and yeah. it was just, okay, not quite that extreme, but... I got ran right off the trail and I was a little frustrated because I was thinking, you know, I have the right of way because I'm going uphill. But then we actually started talking about it and realized that maybe I Wait, was in the wrong. So you're, you're, you were like half right, but in the end you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was <laughs> so, half right. So give us a little bit more context of what happened. So you're riding up a trail. Yeah. I was riding up a trail and it got to a pretty technical section that, um, you couldn't, you couldn't ride slow through it. You had to really just power through it for a good 70 or 80 yards or else you're going to be walking your bike it's hard to get back on and get momentum um you just kind of have to power through there's a group of trail runners coming down and a couple of them didn't move at all but i was able to kind of weave um weave my way around and when we got to one that took up the whole entire trail and stopped right in front of me and wasn't going to move and ran me right off the trail they went home or after their run in the parking lot drinking their post-run beer they had that same conversation and was talking about that a-hole that dang mountain biker that would not get get off off the trail and we have the right of way yeah (laughs) and i'm thinking i had the right of way because i thought i knew my trail etiquette up a hill because i'm going up right so who wins the person going up on a bike or trail runners going down well greg informed me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I had to look it up. Yeah, yeah, because because I thought the same way is um, the uphill downhill yielding. But I don't actually know who, what takes precedence over if it's a bike or on foot going uphill. Right. That's so, exactly. Yeah. So we had to look it up because I I was under the same impression. Uphillers get the right away. Um, everybody yields to horses. I think that's a pretty. And stopping on a bike uphill is way harder than stopping hiking uphill. Right. Well, exactly. you're just not going to get going in some sections Exactly. Again, you know? That's right. what exactly was my thought, too. It's so much harder. We have the right-of-way. Not right. like, oh, I'm superior than you, but it's just, you know, 
kind of how it goes. So, <laughs> but I am. But so. I mean, I'm a superior. I'm not going to say that. I guess I just did. But, but so when it comes to these, this etiquette, I don't know who came up with the etiquette. But they're wrong. <laughs> right? But they're wrong. They're wrong. So the official etiquette, now I've, I've looked at it from two sources. I've looked at it from Weber Pathways, which is the local um, trail, uh, nonprofit. trail nonprofit here in Weber County. Um, and then I also looked it up on REI. And I don't really trust REI a whole lot. <laughs> they don't really they know everything. They don't really know <laughs> what they're talking about. They haven't really been in the business for that long. No, I think they're new, right? <laughs> they're started. pretty new. So I don't really. But REI and Weber Pathways. Are they on the same page? They're on the same page with this. And so this is what they say. So hikers yield to equestrian, to people riding horses. Bikers yield to equestrian and hikers. So essentially, if you're on a horse, you can do whatever you want. Right. If you're on a bike, you can do nothing. So horses are at the top of the chain, food chain, and bikers bikers are at the bottom of the chain. Are at the bottom, right. So, and then downhill yields to uphill. So if you're on a bike heading downhill, you yield to bikers going uphill. Your hikers coming downhill yield to hikers going uphill. Um, bikers always yield to everybody. And up, up or down, up bikers or yield. Down. Right. And then bikers just need. So the bottom line is bikers yield. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. So of course they have That's to. That's a lot of yielding. There's a lot of people on trails. Right. <laughs> yeah. So of course they have to come up with these fir- these clear cut rules. For people just to understand so you don't get all these, you know, brawls on the trail about who's well, got the right away. I wonder away. why it's, if that's the reason why it's such a big deal to have, like, bike-only trails in certain parts yeah. of the country. Because you, then you don't have to yield. You just, it's your trail. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I wonder. Um, but here's what my opinion is and i'm always right so this is how it's supposed to be (laughs) just kidding your shirt Um, says visionary on it yeah well yeah you know um (laughs) (laughs) so it's always been my my personal um behavior what what do you say that my my personal my personal belief but my just i have always yielded to other people if it's more convenient for me to yield and most people have always yielded to me if it's more convenient for them. Because uphill hikers will take the break all day long. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. So technically, a hiker going down is supposed to yield to a hiker coming up. But more often is the case for me, if I'm coming down, the hiker that's going uphill will yield to me because it's easier. It's more convenient. And I'm the same way. If I'm hiking up, I yield to a hiker coming down because... I need the break anyway, and it's easier. And I'm over 200 pounds, and going downhill and stopping fast is not a thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't go together. Right. Right. So, and then same thing with the mountain bike. Like, a mountain biker coming down, it's it's kind of tricky. Now, ideally, with a mountain biker that's coming down, they'll yield to the biker going up, because getting started on a mountain bike, especially on a steeper, rocky section, is very difficult. But oftentimes, when I'm mountain biking and a biker's coming down, I get out of the way, because it's sometimes hard for them to stop and you may need a break right yeah now it's not a hard and fast rule necessarily it's just etiquette so for me it's just like being considerate of others hey if it's easier for me i'll do it if it's easier for them i hope they would do it i'll watch for it and and, you know chase can you give me an example of what maybe you shouldn't do on the bike like well it was i was thinking of your what happened to you but the uh the trail runner purposefully Uh, stood in the way yeah I think, yeah. Maybe don't, trying to prove Don't a be point. mean. 
Yeah, I think that that showrunner is definitely trying to prove a point that they have the right of way and this is their trail and they don't want mountain bikers up here. Uh, I don't know what point they're trying to prove. Okay, then the next question would be, at what point do you say something about etiquette to another person on the trail? <laughs> right. Or do you ever say anything and just try and hope, and hopefully they hear it from uh, this podcast. Exactly. Or they go to their local trails. So you know what I mean? Like, when do you... When you, when are you that person? On right, the I, I, think I rarely you're supposed to yield. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, I rarely say stuff, um, just because I don't want to come off as that as that dude. That dude. Right. Yeah. But I think there can be a right way to do it, and sometimes there is like a good education portion to it. Like some groups, you know, you can see some groups that they just aren't as well traveled, and it's nice. Hey, just so you know, like I don't care, but just so you know. Like you have the right way right now. I don't need to stop. So, you know, for future or whatever I've done yeah. that, I've done that before. There That's is a good a, way to put it rather than correcting them <laughs> in a negative sense. But it's like, Hey, actually you have the right away. Yeah. I a, was yeah. right in here on the shoreline a couple of weeks ago and, and a husband and wife that were new to biking got off the trail for me when I was going down and I was like, no, you guys, you guys keep going. Like you're working hard mm-hmm. keep going. And they're like, mm-hmm. Oh cool. Thanks. We didn't know that. So mm-hmm. I think there's like a right. That's a great way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the other way to do it, I think, I think the proper and correct way to do it Would you is say to the not say way? the the proper way. Yeah, is to get all bent out of shape, but <laughs> not say anything to them, and then blow up on social media and make this whole big rant about it yes. anonymously I, on social media. To the agree. to the girl in the red shirt right. on this trail at this time, you're such a mean person, blah blah blah. Right. Save it. Save it for Save social. It for right. Later. And yeah. then and then try to get all your friends to jump on the bandwagon. Jump on the bandwagon and get in the mob. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the proper way to do it. So I did it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um right. but I'll jump on social media after this and rant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be good because you know, we got to teach those people <laughs> through. They'll get learned. Mobocracy. Yep. That's, that's how we do it. Anonymous mobocracy. Uh, I'm going to unfollow them. Oh, that'll teach them. That, yeah, Ooh, dang. That's getting serious. If they're not careful, I'm going to boycott that trail. So. <laughs> 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 I thought, is that what you do? You just boycott everything? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah, okay. Well, we had to bring signs and protest in front of it. Uh, I just thought you just didn't go there. I guess you could do that too. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Signs prove a point, though. Since you're cutting this, I will tell you this joke that was, uh, it was he was a black comedian, and it was funny. And he's like, you're the gays trying to uh, um, boycott Chick-fil-A? That's like, that's like me boycotting L.L. Bean. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm never. And then, like, I don't think I've ever shopped there. I don't even know what they sell. <laughs> I don't even, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. That's too good. That was stolen material, though. Stolen material. I wish I could remember that comedian's name. He was great. He was really funny. Yeah. So anyway, so so we've talked a little bit about right of way. Let's just talk about a little bit more etiquette. So <clears throat> when you're hiking on a trail, because we're trying to maintain the pristine nature of the mountains, hike single file, keep the trails mm. as, as small as you can, as narrow as you can. Um, a lot of a lot of times, especially in the spring and the fall, when trails are muddy and wet and stuff, people will walk on the outside of the trail to try to stay out of the mud and stuff like that, and end up widening the trail significantly. Or if you've if you've been up, in, I mean, we've all been to the Uintas or the Wind Rivers where 
there's a main trail and then there's like two or three other trails along the sides of them that have grown over the years because people will hike in and it's muddy and so they'll hike those are the what you call trail. option trails you have the option <laughs> right. to hike on these hmm. trails. which <laughs> one should i take today <laughs> right and so so i guess the the rule is not i guess but the rule is hike single file on a trail where where the trail is a single track <clears throat> and if it's muddy i've i was taught by a mountain biker friend who's been in the game for a long time has raced professionally some of those other things um that when it's really muddy after a big rainstorm or something like that stay off the trails let the trails dry out a little bit before you go jump well, on hikers the trails. too though hikers too yeah. yeah um horses as well but, he, but here's the question when you come across a mud puddle do you go through it or do you go around it because i was confused on this answer for a little while i always thought oh well don't you know the reason you don't go out when it's muddy is because if you go through the mud and the water then you damage the trail and stuff however if you go outside of the trail markings if you can't go around the puddle with without going on the grass or the wheat then that's not accurate either so it's better to go straight through the puddle than to create then make the puddle or to make the trail wider right around that section exactly right. yeah crazy yeah, Crazy. so all these rules. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not Did like you not pass your trail test before you uh, went out? No. Oh. That's that's the problem. Wow. There's no trail test. The trail police are gonna pull you over without your trail. Have you ever been stopped by a trail police officer? Um, because I think we should dress up as trail police officers <laughs> and go do that on trails. Excuse me, sir, do you have your permit? <laughs> do you have your trail permit? <laughs> so I'm gonna sound like an idiot right now, but is there such a thing as like trail? trail officer well, type like because um, i've been on the trails before here you know and there's there's some, this, there's some private land here yeah that's there's open some the controversy and get, stuff you'll get private landovers who may pretend they're trail <laughs> i don't know yeah right. there's that stuff going on but as far as actual no yeah i mean maybe a forest service ranger will just happens to be around and um i've been i mean if you're in a national park for sure sure but just uh, national forests, no. Because, yeah, I just, I know I've been stopped a couple of times when I was crossing private land on like a, a trail that crosses private land that's an easement or whatever. I've been stopped by some people and given an earful for being alive or something. I don't know exactly. <laughs> being uh, yeah. in nature. Being Why in are nature. you here? Yeah. Right. Alive in nature. <laughs> right. And so, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, I just <clears throat> didn't know. Also, I've, I've, received an earful from people who thought they like knew better than me and wanted to teach me a lesson or whatever, mm -hmm. just irritable people and stuff. I would suggest that part of trail etiquette is not being that person. Mm, good point. Yeah. I just, yeah. that just brought back really bad memories for me too. Actually they resurfaced and I don't want to talk about them. And <laughs> 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 the, 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 the irony of that, the, what happened to me was the person who laid, just laid into me was part of a local conservation group and it has a high status in our community and without knowing what in the heck we were doing like laid into me and I and I was so taken back by it because I had respect for this person I didn't even say anything I went to uh, a superior of mine on, on the project we were working on and explained what happened and then was told like uh, oh yeah that person has a has a personality that it's not the, like he likes to ruffle feathers and blah 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 so, but I was like, whoa, that, that really, 
surprised me. Right. And it's like, why, why, why do that? Like, could we accomplish these goals in different ways? We just have a good conversation. We don't have to lay into people. Right. You know? Yeah. I've been doing trail work before and this might've been the same type of situation. Ask a question. Like, what are you guys doing here? Because we're protecting the species or whatever. Like there's like, ask the question before assuming and laying into somebody. Right. It shouldn't be that hard. So yeah. Yeah. Be a little bit patient and that will help everyone. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like you, like I've been out in groups doing trail work, like organized trail work, working in conjunction with local trail groups, local non- nonprofits and stuff like that. And been working on a trail and gotten an earful from people because they thought I was kind of damaging the trail or making it worse or whatever. And it's like, whoa, like whether you're right or not, let's try to understand what's going on here before you just lay into me. And yeah, trail etiquette, it goes beyond the actual like hiking and the biking on the trail, it goes on like, how do we manage the trails and, and how do we communicate with each other about how to manage the trails? Right. So rule number one, hike in single file. Rule number two, don't be a jerk. Just be cool. Let's talk about dogs on the trail real quick, because that's one that is difficult for me. Dogs. And then after dogs, let's talk family with kids. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, dogs on the trail now here in in weber county dogs are supposed to be on a leash there's i've now i heard a year a few years ago and i don't know if this is still the case that they're like every other day one day the dogs have to be on the leash another day they can huh. be off the leash That's or funny. i've never heard that <laughs> i've never I, yeah i somebody told me that they're like because we were out running and our dog was off the leash because we were trail running and we always ran with the dog off the leash even though we kind of knew it's against the rules um but we were running with the dog and somebody laid into us for having the dog off the leash and said, it's not your day to have the dog off leash. And I said, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's not <laughs> your day. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, it's, it's a Monday or whatever. And dogs yeah. are only allowed off the leash Tuesday, <laughs> yeah. Thursday. And dogs should something, know. Something along those lines. I <laughs> yeah, don't remember. Dogs should have known that. Yeah. Well, I was, I was surprised. I'd, I'd never heard anything. I just thought, yeah, I'm, I think I'm supposed to have my dog on a leash and I don't like mm-hmm. my bad. Um, but anyway, I'd heard something like that. But anyway, here in Weber County, when you're on the trails, you're supposed to have a dog on the leash. I am, uh, an offender, um, a regular, <laughs> a, repeat offender. a repeat offender. Yes. As am I. And, um, so I, I go trail running with my dog. And the, the thing is, is now I trail run at like five thirty in the morning, most of the time. So I'm the only person on the trails. And I let the dog run loose because I've got a pointer and she cannot, it's not in her genes. She, there is like no possible way for her to just stay on the trail. I've tried, <laughs> I've tried training her. I've tried. Yeah. She has to be in the trees and in the bushes, chasing birds and, and yeah. sniffing things. And that's and where, um, it's hard because, and this is why I, I fall down on the certain political sides on sometimes because I don't want to set hard and fast rules necessarily. However, there's plenty of people out there who think that their dogs are perfect. Right. And they're certainly not. And even though, um, your dog might come when you call it, it's off in the trees and it's like, no dude, like if you want to keep your dog off a leash, it's that dog that stays right by your heel right? or right by your rear wheel on your bike. Like I've seen dogs that'll stay right by the the biker's Mm -hmm. rear, rear wheel. It's crazy. Um, and then, and then that's fine. Like, why should why should that person who has trained their dog and gone through all that effort to make sure they have a well behaved uh, dog with them th- th- on a leash? Like, right? Like, if it's dog friendly and person friendly, uh, uh, it's what's the big deal? 
the pro- the big deal is that a lot of people think their dogs are that and they're not. Right. And then you get in trouble. Right. Um, and that's and and then the wildlife. Because uh, if wild wildlife happens, my dog Harry, who's very well behaved and he's like a, uh, a cattle, not like a sheep dog, right? Not uh-huh. a sheep dog, but like a, that type of breed, where he doesn't he like in its in his DNA that he can't go ahead of me. Like he's always on my heel, right? And uh-huh. if he's, if I if he gets in front of me, I'm tripping over him. <laughs> so unless he sees a deer, and then he's gone. Yeah. And then that creates a danger for everything, everybody, and that's not okay. Right. Um, or I had a I had a husky who I had off a leash, which was stupid because she never came when I called, and we came across a rattlesnake. and And you can actually take snake avoidance classes for your dogs here, in in town. But that's that I was so scared, and that's when I was like, okay, I don't. This was about ten years ago before I, there was the rules were as enforced. And I'm like, okay, well this dog, I'm not putting her, I'm not taking her off a leash ever again. Like, right? Because I'm nervous she's gonna. She just ran up and sniffed the rattlesnake. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what and, you do. And I'm kind of in the I'm in the same boat with my dog. My dog is not the type of dog that just stays right next to me unless she's exhausted and she's been running for hours and it's super hot. Other than that, like she won't stay right next to me, which is why I run at 5:30 in the morning so I'm by myself. Because if I'm out where where other people are, um, she's running all over the place and sometimes she's chasing deer and and other things. Um, but mainly she's just sniffing through the bushes, looking for birds and, and stuff like that. The one thing that the one reason I like having a dog with me on the trail, and it's not even for me, it's more for my wife. Cause my wife likes to trail run and she goes and trail runs by herself in the mornings off quite often. I like having the dog with her in case she runs into trouble, uh, trouble, yeah. mountain lion, moose, yep. dude, yep. that's up to no good. Yep. And I think the dude that's up to no good is the one that worries me the most. Absolutely. And my dog, and my dog's never bit anyone. My dog's never gotten aggressive with anyone. But when she sees a dude and she's with my wife, she'll growl and she'll bark at the dude. She won't get real close, but she'll growl and she'll bark. And my wife has to go grab her and walk her past guys. Doesn't do it to women. Not sure why, but she does it to dudes. And I love it. (laughs) I love it now it's not it's not proper trail etiquette and stuff what's the hard fast you're supposed to have them on a leash basically you're supposed to be able to control your animals if you're gonna uber trained right if you're gonna have them out there they need to be extremely well trained or on a leash and I'm gonna suggest because I don't want to change my ways that if they're not going to be right next to you and and do everything you ask them to and you want to have them off the leash you got to be out there when no one else is yeah, what's wrong which, with that? Which means yeah. 5.30 in the morning right. or <laughs> earlier. Yeah, that's great. So, um, but but yeah, I think those are the rules. And then, and then kids, of course, I know we need to wrap this up, but kids, kind of the same thing. You got to know where your kids are. Keep them in single file. Keep them in single yeah. file and keep them, them on a leash. And keep them within sight. No, within kids within. don't go on a leash. <laughs> that happens, though. <laughs> Especially in like Yellowstone and stuff where they like Sometimes it's put needed. the leash on the backpack. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's actually smart. Yeah. But you got to keep them within within sight and stuff i don't know how many times i've hiked up like waterfall canyons the famous really popular hike here it's only a couple miles up to a waterfall and you go up there and you'll see a group of you know six seven eight kids and the parents are like 15 minutes behind them and the kids are just kind of going crazy and stuff yeah proper etiquette would say that you got to keep the kids close if they're your kids you gotta gotta see it like yeah, keep, keep them close and keep single file. Like um, mom in the front, 
then you get the kids single file and then like dad the, the caboose however you want to do that there yeah. and then um and that helps but it's if you uh form a line across the across the trail as you're hiking because you're because you're family and that's what you do you know because right. you're talking and stuff um um you might uh you might get some dirty looks from passerbys right but yeah so essentially just be considerate of others everybody's out there because they want to enjoy the enjoy nature enjoy the solitude and all that stuff be considerate be considerate with your children with your dogs with yourself and anyway um so that's kind of some basic etiquette and some other philosophy that's maybe not so official from uh the crew at gear 30 should we do safety next safety do it Joe safety on our next episode sure yeah let's do it all right well, thanks for listening. Um, if you want to follow Gear 30 on Instagram, you can find us at gear underscore three zero and um, go to our website, gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com to see our sales and um, cool things that we have going on. Um, read our blog, follow Bryden Bowley, one of our employees who's hiking the CDT right now, the Continental Divide Trail. And uh, yeah. Oh, oh, and you can also find us on Facebook. So, all right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one. See you out there. Oops.